Portions of Coconuts, Episode Twenty. Hi, I'm Coco, and I'm Kashu. Hi, Kashu. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty fine, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, guess. I guess. How was your day? I don't know. Just any other day. Just it's Friday, chilling. girlfriend. We doing what we're supposed to do. Just nothing. Just oh. Cool. <laughs> what a life. I didn't know doing nothing was such a big deal, but I guess it is. I don't know. I prefer doing nothing over doing things that involve responsibility. So. Oh. Good to know. Yes, I love being chill. Yeah, well, it's Friday, so I don't blame you. You know, um, you know, people like you should have a life where you are not looking forward to Fridays all the time. Blah blah blah. But I have a an okay career and okay life, and I still look forward to Fridays. What do I, you think? I think I don't know. For me, I don't really look forward to Fridays because when it's when it's the weekend, I don't get to be on my computer. So oh God. only during the week, I'm allowed on the computer. So it's on Saturday and Sunday, I don't get to do that. So that's a little bit of a bummer. All right, so let's just pretend that you love Fridays then. Oh, yes, and then, totally. <laughs> and since today's Fridays with friends, um, we have a nice friend here with us today. So let's cheer up, my child. The friend that I have today... I just love her. I am a fan of this lady. She is super intelligent, kind, and an amazing mom. We can also say she's a teacher because she homeschooled her, her boys. Brazilian born and raised, but Colorado has been home for quite some time. She lives and breathes essential oils, mm. literally. Mm. <laughs> And I love her so much. I want to welcome my friend Cynthia Williamson. How are you? So happy to have you here. Mm, glad to be here too, girls. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, Kashu, Cynthia belongs to the Colorado gang. Yes, the Colorado <laughs> squad gang. I'll leave right on the show notes. This is what we call everybody who has been friends with Coco from like all the time we used to live in Colorado. So far, there's only one person that's part of the Indiana squad gang because all the real OGs are from Colorado. So That's right. <laughs> well, I don't remember exactly when we met. I'm such a horrible friend. But I know probably was through Daisy. <laughs> probably through somebody. That's the way that we always meet some people from the Colorado <laughs> squad gang. <laughs> I met almost all my Brazilian friends from Taizy, so I don't know. Probably. Well, it's one of those Brazilian connections, so I'm sure Taizy was involved in it. <laughs> yeah. Kisses to you, Taizy. If you are listening, yes. <laughs> you better be now. <laughs> I know, I know. I miss Colorado and my friends from there a lot. And um, we have had some friends here with us on Fridays and it was nice chatting with them again but I believe you are the only one that still lives in Colorado. I yes I do think so. I do think everyone else has like moved somewhere else. Yeah. I don't I don't know why anyone would move away from Colorado. Colorado's so nice. There was an exodus a few years back and I didn't get a memo so I stayed. <laughs> <laughs> they all regret it now though, I'm sure. I bet. I bet, I bet so the other friends we have talked to here at Confessions of Coconuts, while I met them in Colorado, they no longer live there. So did you arrive from Brazil straight there, Cynthia? Yep, I moved straight from Brazil to Colorado because my hubby already lived here, was well-adjusted and loved his job. So I was imported directly to Colorado, and it's been... Um, you know, in a month and a half, it will be 15 years, believe it or not. Hmm. Yeah. So from Brazil to Colorado with love. Yep. That's right. <laughs> how, how did you, like, it snows where you live, like, a lot, I assume. So, like, how did you, how did you react to the snow? 
Um, the snow was not a big um, adaptation for me, I don't think. I think the dryness because of the altitude was more so than the snow. Yeah. And especially because we, um, everybody thinks of Colorado with having tons of snow, but it, we actually get dumped like one or two days and then it melts away right away because we have uh, very sunny days and uh, so it's not like a long streak of sunny day, of uh, snowy days. Rather, we have like a ton at once and then nothing, 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 then another big dump of snow and then nothing, nothing, nothing. So it's doable. I'd say it's doable. It's a handle so everyone can handle this if they decide to move to Colorado. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you don't do the shoveling. <laughs> if you delegate the shoveling, you can totally do it. <laughs> Which is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's my kind of girl. Uh, Did you live in Brazil on a place that had snow too? Well, uh, Curitiba, the city where I was born and raised, gets pretty cold because it's below the tropics. Um, It does snow uh, rarely, but it does snow. Um, it's not like a, a yearly event, though. Like whenever it snows half an inch, everybody's outside on the streets taking pictures, making movies and all that, <laughs> which Coloradans would laugh at. But uh, it gets bitter cold in July because we have swapped seasons. So July, it's pretty bitter there. Hmm, that's funny. Yeah. 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 I don't remember if one of the girls lived in Curitiba. Oh, no, Florianopolis. Is it close? Well, it's the next capital city south of Curitiba. So uh, it's next, in the next state over. So I'd say it's a good four hours drive. Okay. Probably. Yeah, because okay. I think our last friends of friends, or no, actually the second. It was second, Claudia. Yeah, it was two friends of friends ago. She lives in like she lived in like Florianopolis mm-hmm. or some other place. Around something do soul, I don't remember. It was Rio Grande do Sul. Yeah, all the Brazilian names blur together. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> you have such a lovely home close to the mountains there. It is so pretty and Thank and you. such a nice family. Have you, you ever thought of moving away somewhere else? It's hard because we are a family of four and two of us are beach bums and two of us are uh, mountain lovers. So, yes, I would love to head towards the beach, but (laughs) half of the family wants to stay, half of the family wants to go. So I guess for now we're staying. Now we love it here, but I could use some more ocean life for sure. Yeah, the ocean is nice. I think I would like that as well. But I guess things happen for a reason and the proper time, right? Right. That's right. Yep. Well, my friend, I mean, you um, an awesome wife and mom. And we have similar, we share similar beliefs and see many things the same way. But what I really want to talk to you today about is uh, essential oils. Because I know you are a subject matter expert. (laughs) I wouldn't call myself that, but I would say because of the heavy usage of essential oils in this house, I kind of became the girl to girl for my friends uh, whenever they have a question about um, what I have used, why I use it, and how it has worked for us then apparently they find my phone number. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I love studying the subject, too. It's just so fascinating uh, to understand why they work and uh, their synergy with our bodies. It, it's just mind-blowing. It's amazing. It's more than just a smell good, feel good kind of thing. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. How did you come about essential oils? Well, uh, it all started a few years back, I'd say five or six years back, when um, my boys were still little, and I was searching for something to uh, boost their immunity and to help their bodies do what their bodies were were designed to do, which is basically to be healthy. So uh, I kept searching and searching, and I was always a big fan of natural 
uh, resources instead of going uh, towards chemical stuff and toxic stuff. So uh, that comes from my upbringing itself. My mom was big on uh, eating good food and nutritious stuff, uh, keeping us away from uh, artificial things. And uh, so I think it was part of my story. Um, and so with the boys, when I saw that winter was not their big, big season, uh, they were kind of under the weather all the time. I kind of got tired of that and I wanted to help their bodies, you know, stay healthy and, and do what they do the best. So, um, a, a cousin of my husband was already, uh, knee deep into essential oils and she uh, is also a person that I respect a lot. She is an oncologist nurse. So she uh, makes good use of both worlds. It's not like one thing is bad and the other thing is good. It's just knowing when to use what. And she was like, why don't you give it a try? Why don't you give essential oils a try and see if it works well for your family? So that's how I started. I started just with one essential oil that promotes... Um, uh, that aids our immune system, and I started seeing the boys staying uh, healthy and strong and faring better the season. And then I was like, well, this is a little much of a coincidence to be just placebo effect. So I started using more and more and expanding uh, and learning. And, uh, yeah, and then it became the crazy stash that you know that I, <laughs> that I have in my house. <laughs> that I got out of control, <laughs> but in a good way. So that's how it all started. So at what point exactly you saw, because you said, yeah, it started working. And, uh, but what was the, the, what can you say, the point where... The climax of the story. Yeah, when was exactly so, oh, no, this is good, I am going to continue, and I think this is good for, for me and the family. I, I think it was right off the bat, because I saw the boys responding so well and faring so well, uh, like they could be in an environment, uh, well, you know, toddler envi environment is pretty much equals cooties envi environment. And at first they would um, basically join the gang, the sicko gang, and, and be under the weather right away. And as we used essential oils, and they seemed to um, be stronger and not... Um, fall like fleas, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> every, uh, everywhere. Uh, as soon as there was a drop in temperature or a change in the weather, uh, it seemed like they they were stronger and more resilient, more resistant. And, and, and by no means I'm saying that just the moment you start using essential oils, you don't get under the weather anymore. That would be a totally a false claim. Uh, I want to be responsible with what I say. And so I'm, I'm going to say that it's like a synergy job that essential oils kind of help your body find the way to do what it's supposed to do. We're not supposed to uh, fall sick to every single virus that comes by. Um, so, and you can think of, of people, some people, uh, nobody can sneeze by them that they are already in bed the next day. And some people work in hospitals and they're not sick every day. So, so there's definitely a difference in how our bodies respond to the same environment. So uh, there's definitely a key that unlocks the potential, the healing potential of our bodies that is already there. You don't create it by using essential oils. The, the property that our body, what do I want to say? The uh, skill, the capability that our bodies have to uh, stay well, stay healthy, stay strong is already in our bodies. That's that's the way our bodies are designed. That's why when we cut our fingers, we don't bleed to death unless you have a serious condition. You know, that's why when you cut your finger with a kitchen knife, you know, you clean it, you take good care of it. And in a few days, it heals back to normal. And in a few weeks, you don't even see the cut anymore. So that capacity is already in our bodies. I think the uh, the way I see it is that the essential oils come along with that skill that is already in there, um, and they just help the body do what it was designed to do, which is to heal, to stay well, stay healthy. Very good. 
long answer to a short oh, question. Oh, no, that's all good. I think I was around that time when you started with your journey, uh, your essential oils journey. I was already here in Indiana, and I think mm-hmm. I first heard about it was from you. Uh, thank you mm-hmm. for thinking of me, though. But I wanted to ask you, why did you think that I needed to know about it? You know, I was so pumped about what I was seeing, the difference in our own family um, health history and everything, that I wanted everybody to know. I, because it was like you find something good you want everybody to know about it, you know, to a fault, maybe. Oh, man, I totally <laughs> uh, relate. You, you may become annoying. <laughs> but uh, so maybe we had a conversation that you brought something up, and I probably told you, why don't you give this a try? And uh, honestly, there was no financial interest, no any um, thing behind it. It was just like people need to know that this thing actually works that is not just the latest fad, that it's not just the latest thing, because they've been around for thousands of years, we just didn't hear about it. And uh, I was so pumped that I, I think I told any year that was willing to listen <laughs> that this thing works and it's amazing. So I'm still, I'm still passionate about it, as you can tell. So that passion hasn't faded because I still see it working. Uh, just now, uh, one of my little guys, just before our call, had a little incident with the sidewalk. And right away, I don't didn't think much. I grabbed my bottle of tea tree, and I'm not worried about it. You know, just, just use it topically, uh, sparingly, because we need to remember that essential oils are very concentrated, so you don't need a ton. And I'm not worried about it. I took care of what, what needed to take care. His skin is well supported now, and it will do what it's supposed to do, which is in a few days it will be all clear and, and healed up. So Yeah, tea tree oil. Oh, yes, the tea tree oil yeah. that I keep hearing oh so often. <laughs> you love it. Come on. I Tell don't know. the truth. The whole thing is like... I'm pretty indifferent on the subject of essential oils. Like, I just, when I came to Indiana, when I moved here after Coco moved here, like, you know, I don't know, she just started using it and then, like, medicine was gone and then all of a sudden essential oils were in. I was like, okay, you know, whatever, I guess. I mean, still, I mean, I don't use it that often, like, currently. I mean, like, occasionally, like, I have a diffuser in my room, and I, like, put stuff in the diffuser to make my room smell nice, but I don't know. I just, like, I don't know how I feel about it, because I'm not particularly, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally pro-essential oils, but I'm not, like, anti-essential oils, because, like, (laughs) I feel like I have a pretty high immune system, so I don't need medicine or essential oils, so I'm just, like... That's funny. She says that. Why do you think... Your immune system is so strong. I don't know. Maybe it was just like luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that that immune system is just one aspect of it because uh, that is tied to what Coco asked me. How how did I start? So what was my uh, gateway drug? Well, it was <laughs> wow <laughs> the immune boosting one. But um, it's not just about that. I the way I see it is like. We are surrounded by by a very toxic environment uh, in all senses. And you may live in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the woods. You know, the air that you breathe still brings stuff from other places. And uh, the water that we drink may not be uh, top-notch quality or pure or anything like that. And there are very few things that we have control over to in order to keep our health at its best. So I cannot really control the quality of the air that I breathe. I can participate in things uh, like locally. I can go vote and uh, vote against this uh, whatever to be built by my house. Or, you know, I can stay... Uh, politically active against things that may damage the quality of the water and the air that I breathe. But uh, if we boil it down, I have very little control. I'm only one vote. 
but there, I don't like to look at that. I like to look at the things that I do have control over, like the kind of food that mm-hmm. I eat, uh, the the products that I use to clean my house, so I can lessen the toxicity on the things that I have control over. So essential oils go beyond just the oh, I'm gonna diffuse this or I'm gonna use that topically. Uh, we um, in the line of products that I uh, use that I chose to use, they also have um, products for the house that are essential oils infused. So out with the toxic stuff in with a cleaner way of living. Uh, makeup. I'm not huge on makeup, but I know you guys are big on it. <laughs> well, and, not me as much. Yes, but you are. No, now she's such lie. a girly girl. Thing, I am Saint not. It. Come on. I am not. It's, it's confessions time. Yeah, but I confess <laughs> that this is all a lie. <laughs> So, so they also launched uh, a line of uh, makeup that is also essential oils infused, and they tried to strip as many toxic com- components from the makeup as possible, and they did it, which was an amazing feat. It was unheard of before. Uh, so if you think your, your skin is your largest organ, if you're putting toxic makeup on you, you are from your skin it goes to your bloodstream from your bloodstream it goes to your organs so we don't give much thought of uh, about our makeups because we think oh it's something superficial well not so because it does get absorbed the lipsticks you have on your lip you are swallowing some of it too and on and on and on so uh, it's thinking more of a lifestyle instead of just like a few drops of essential oils here and there That will rarely tip the scale either way. But if you think of everything you use, how can I eliminate toxicity from my house and bring healthier things in? Those are the things you have control over and that, God willing, uh, extend your life, not just in numbers of years, but also in quality of, of life. So that's that's more of my mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in, all that world of makes world. your immune system. I, in my opinion, like the the foods you eat, the environment you live in, it helps with you having a strong immune system. So the fact that you don't get sick, I don't think it's just pure luck. Hmm, I don't mm. know. Maybe it could be. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I don't eat like crap. So, I mean, at least I, at least I don't think I do. I mean, as I stated, like, last podcast, like, I do eat a lot of pasta. So, but I don't think that's going to, like, gravitate, have a gravitating effect on my health. But... Yeah, we need to mention that it's whole wheat pasta only. Oh, yes. Has a different flavor, but still, you know, it's pasta. And, <laughs> you know, so I don't eat bad. You know, I drink water as much as I can, when I remember... And I don't know, I just, like, I don't really get sick, and I also, I never leave my house, so that's only another thing. I never leave my house, so I don't go outside and get, like, bombarded with bacteria and toxic things and all that kind of stuff, so. But then when you do go, you need to be protected, you need to be stronger than the regular folks they are going. So, like, we have kids that go to daycare and they're spreading the germs a lot and I guess that makes you stronger because you're exposed to the germs so mm-hmm. if you don't go out much you are in a way weaker than they are so yeah, you I need guess. to have more protection and that's why uh, we leave the house and we have our handy dandy essential oil with us uh, well I don't know <laughs> I don't know I am yet to be convinced oh come on cashew but you see this kind of opinion i remember when i was telling cashew's dad long time ago about it he was like um i don't know you need to do your research because it sounds like witchcraft (laughs) (laughs) have you heard silly silly things like that from people cynthia oh as i was saying just a dollar for each time i heard that that it's witchcraft, that it's snake oils, that it's this, that it's that, that it's just wishful thinking. But um, in reality, there is a ton of research and very reputable scientists that have studied the, um, the effect of essential oils in our bodies. 
And, uh, and it's a very, very, very old remedy, if you want to call it that way. Uh, you can go to very old documents. Um, you can refer back to the Old Testament in the Bible. That's basically what they used as um, medicine. There are several recipes there. But with our Western mind, when we read it, we just read oil. I never paid attention to what oil they were talking about because they don't call it essential oils. They give the name of the trees and the shrubs and the flowers that they come from. And I thought, well, oil's oil. So I put everything under the category of like olive oil when I was reading those texts until I someone made a reference to those scriptures. And I was like, what do you know? They do call on different oils for different things that were going on. Uh, including they did use um, frankincense as one of the oils to clean the temple because it makes you wonder with all those sacrifices that they made back then in the temples, how is it that they did not have a widespread uh, infectious disease or Mm -hmm. overgrowth of bacteria uh, with all that blood being uh, spilled everywhere? Not trying to be gory here, but that's just what the historical documents talk about. And when you read some more, then you see that they actually cleaned all that mess after the ceremony was done with frankincense oil. And then when you look at the constituents of the uh, frankincense essential oil, you find out several uh, properties that basically were aiding, um, not were containing the, the spread of any possible uh, issues that they would have in terms of sanitation. So that that is amazing that for so long people did not have the cleaning products that we see on the shelves of Walmart and this and that, but they were cleaning their houses too somehow with something. They did not have all the medicines that we find in our modern-day uh, pharmacies, and they stayed alive, and there were diseases. So what were they using? And then you find out lots of herbs and and oils and things were used in place. So uh, that's why I don't believe there is much of the placebo effect there. I think they're chemical constituents also. And some people make a big mistake saying, oh, I use essential oils because I don't want to uh, live a chemical life. No, you're not living a toxic life, but they are chemical constituents and they do work uh, with your body. They do affect your body. They do affect... Uh, your brain, they have um, effects on your emotions too. Uh, Why so? Because the uh, smelling sense is the only one that goes straight to your limbic system. So uh, this is an interesting fact. Uh, If you think about it, at times you smell something and you don't know where the smell is coming from, but it takes you back to uh, either a good or a bad memory. And it changes your emotions. Like when I smell the smell of the Play-Doh, that's not modern Play-Doh, but it's the same one uh, that was used in, in uh, when I was in preschool uh, centuries ago. Centuries <laughs> ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me a good memory. And the funny thing is that I never rationally processed that thought. It was just the smell triggered those emotions. So when you smell the perfume of someone that you like, for example, you have all the good feels, right? Mm-hmm. If you smell the perfume of someone that was rude to you or you have a bad memory of, you smell that again, someone walks by with that perfume, you go like, ugh, you have a, mm-hmm. a icky reaction. You don't know that person. Nothing happened. Just the smell triggered all that because our sense of smell goes straight into our limbic system without being processed rationally. So that's why some uh, essential oils, you go like, oh, this makes me feel relaxed. This makes me feel good. So that's another aspect of it. Yeah, says the expert. Well, I love it. (laughs) Well, I have an option whether to believe the expert or not. (laughs) But I don't know. You're like quoting all these science facts. Makes me feel like I'm in like biology. I know, right? She's just talking about the scripture. She's talking about ancient times. She's talking about science. I love this girl. Uh, You girls hit PubMed. Uh, .gov and just type there any essential oil, uh, any of the common ones, and you'll see studies after studies after studies. 
And what I uh, respect the most about the studies that are published on PubMed.gov is that those are done by scientists that have nothing to do with the essential oil industry. They don't have vested interest in it. They don't sell essential oils. They are not part of any of the companies. So uh, they're just scientists that are interested in the chemical effect of essential oils in the human body. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot out there. Of course, there's a lot of hype also, people talking about stuff that they don't know. Mm -hmm. But I go after the scientist's word, and and there's some pretty amazing um, papers written on essential oils too. So when you have insomnia, hit those websites. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. got to find out. Yeah. So like, you know, he's telling me, oh, you have to do your research. It's just all witchcraft. And Cynthia like, oh, it's really good, this and that. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> didn't have time to research, didn't have time to talk to her. So then one day we went to a little pop-up shop kind of deal at school. Do you remember? Oh, yes, and I remember And then uh, there was a lady there with her little table and a bunch of essential oils. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, oh, this is essential oils. It was the first time I have ever seen, seen and, and, and smelled. And, and, and she was talking about it. And I got, like, so interested. And I was like, um... Cynthia told me about this and she's like here's my card it's like no I Cynthia told me about this we were there at that booth for like 30 minutes like we were just staying I was like come on can we please explore the rest of the little festival because this was when back when I went back to brick and mortar school back in like the sixth grade I was so mesmerized by it and and I got home and I sent you a text I was like hey I think I want to do this because this experience, like, right there by the diffuser, I don't know what she had on the diffuser that day. I think that's what really got me. Maybe it was like, mm -hmm. buy our oils oil no. being diffused. <laughs> and it was like getting to your brain, to the limbic system or whatever. There is not a buy our oil scent. <laughs> you okay. don't know that. Maybe it's only given to people who sell essential oils to buy our oil scent. <laughs> now, as a newbie, I had no idea, like, because when you, when, you know, you hear your friend talking about it and all her experiences, all the great results that is happening in her home and her family, but you really never really sought for yourself. And in essential oils, I thinking, like, like you said, olive oil, uh, is it like an oil? Really, I'm going to be all oily. What is this? But it's actually not really an oil. It's like a liquid, an extract from these amazing organic ingredients, right? So it's just like you have this liquid that you put on or, uh, or you breathe them and they are just amazing for you. And that I never had myself experience unless you know being there and talking to the lady i had only heard from my friend mm, yeah and and the consistency of the oil really varies a lot depending on which plant we're talking about so we talked about tea tree before that one is very thin if you will it's not oily whatsoever and why are they so different while well, the plants are different and the places where the plant comes from uh, or the oil comes from are very different also so some are from the bark of the tree some are from the leaves of the tree some are from the flowers some are from the needles and so so it varies a lot some oils are very thick and like myrrh, it's almost impossible to get it out of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so thick. And some are very uh, thin. So it's because the plants are, are very different too. Uh, but they all have an effect. And it's important to know also that at times people say, oh, you should use this for this and that. People are different. Our DNA is different. So the same oil will not work at times for the same purpose in two different people. Maybe uh, that's, that's why, why things have not been happening for me like Coco always say they would. <laughs> you need to try a different one. So that's why it's important to have a reference desk 
book uh, like we do for so many other things and see all the oils that are suggested to support that specific uh, system in your body and try different things uh, because your DNA differs from another person's DNA. So different plants will work differently for the result that you want to achieve. Uh, there's no such a thing as a bullet, uh, silver bullet that, you know, kills all the issues and takes care of it all. You have to try different things uh, to see what will work for you. Yep. And I am proud to say that since the day I decided to start my essential oil journey, uh, maybe five years ago, I am very proud to say that I have changed my lifestyle and, and it's all around essential oils. I have used them to feel good. I have used them to prevent sickness. I have used them as um, perfume, I have skincare, uh, cleaning around my home. I have used them for pain. We don't take any type of painkillers. We don't take anything. You it's know, just I wonder, everything's essential oils. I wonder, did we ever really take medicine? And like, b besides, like with like earlier before 2013, like did we ever really do that? I know that like my dad would be like, if you're you're sick, hey, have some cough syrup like yeah. behind behind her back like low key <laughs> and I was like okay but you know I don't know if we like ever really took medicine well unless uh, we went to a doctor's appointment and they had prescribed a specific medication we never really have bought over-the-counter I think essential oils is more as a over-the-counter would you say Cynthia that it's more like an over-the-counter alternative um, I would say I I have a hard time comparing them to medicines um, I think everything has its time and its place to happen for example if a I cross the street and I get run over by a bus. Please take me to the hospital. <laughs> Bring the essential oils with you, too. That's a very nice thought, but call 911. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> so uh, one thing that we need to steer away from, uh, in my opinion, is um, to be too radical about anything. So there's a time for an emergency room. There's a time for hospital. There's a time for uh, surgery. But hey, those should be extreme interventions, right? Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be uh, the first thing we jump on. Um, we do have an issue in our country, which is uh, the overuse of medication, and everybody knows that. So overuse of opioids, overuse of a whole bunch of stuff. So at some point, we uh, misused what we had available, which originally was very well intended, but it was not intended to be used as candy. So, so something went wrong there. And um, that's why I have a hard time comparing essential oils to medicine, because I think our goal is not not to get sick. And it will sound the same what I'm going to say now, but it's very different. Our goal is actually to maintain wellness, to be well to start with and maintain wellness. Mm -hmm. So I'm not running away from sickness because that's the wrong mindset. Prevention. Uh, I am exposed to, to viruses. I am exposed to uh, bacteria and all that. And there's nothing I can do about that. But if I maintain wellness, which is the job where that's where uh, essential oils come from, then I don't have to worry about uh, running away from sickness. Uh, and, and essential oils by no means will um, stop the need, <laughs> your need for seeing your health practitioner, seeing your doctor. And by no means you, you're firing your doctor everything has a place yeah. but we should not live in the state of emergency all the time mm -hmm. we should live in a state of wellness and use emergency services when needed so when you do need a surgery by all means go do it but do you really need it so can we exhaust all alternatives all options before you intervene with your body in such a drastic way yep. Well, if you got run over by a bus, you do need to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pour a little bit of lavender on that. Maybe, like, your bones will, like, 
peppermint. Yeah, I don't, don't forget the peppermint. Fine. Let me put it bluntly. The essentials are not going to put your bones back together. So you do need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you do need a cast. Um, right? So it's all about balance. It's all about knowing, you know, that we're blessed with all these resources and and we just should should make good use of them. Totally. You know, have the wisdom to write, use the right two at the right time. Totally, totally. You mentioned in the beginning that you started with one in particular. What was that one? Um, it's still the essential that I, that I buy the most. Uh, it's a bland. It's called Thieves. It's a blend uh, that is made by Young Living, and it's a blend of cinnamon bark, um, clove, lemon, eucalyptus, and rosemary. Uh, it's still the oil that I go through the most. I use it like year-round. That's why I'm saying it's not to fight sicknesses. It just helps um, keep that wellness. It's the oil that I bought first. It's the oil that I buy the most. And it's definitely the oil that I do not run out. I always have a closed bottle of uh, Thieves Essential Oil. Akashu is smiling here because no, it's I'm her not favorite. the one smiling. You're the one that's grinning like an idiot. As soon as you said Thieves, you're like her face split into a grin. She's, thieves is like her all-time favorite best friend. Like... <laughs> That's like she might as well just be married to the thieves essential oil. We have like thieves hey, everywhere. I thieves, uh, yeah, I guess so. If you wanted to, like, there are people who are married to like the Eiffel Tower. So go right ahead. <laughs> you know, so we have like thieves hand soap. We have like thieves stuff to clean the house. We have literally the. I remember one time we were at church, and somebody like in front of us. Like, I was sitting in the row in front of Coco with my friend, and somebody sneezed or coughed, and then she just comes in, in between me and my friend with thieves spray and just, like, spritz right in the middle. And my friend just, like, looks at me and, like, looks at, my, at like, Coco, and she's like, what's that smell? And I was like, and I was like, well, it's essential oils. And Coco, like, sprays some on my hands, and then my friend keeps sniffing my hands. I was like, oh, my gosh, geez, like, you've never sold essential oils before. And Coco reaches over the seats again, sprays a little on my friend's hands. You know, this is this is it's wild now. We get we get. I bet you get the same reaction when we travel at the airplane. Everybody's like, yep. "What in the world is that smell?" You know. <laughs> yeah, I've been busted on the airplane several times. Like the um, flight attendant will walk by me and say. <gasps> What smell is that? And I'm like, oh, shoot. He's going to scold me for using essential oils without asking if people around me mind. And I go, like, very sheepishly and say, oh, this is essential oils. And it's thieves. And he goes, like, oh, my gosh, that's the best smell ever. And I'm like, mm, are you going to upgrade me to business now? No, yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with thieves. I carry it everywhere. And mm -hmm. not the bottle itself, but the, you know, the, ultra, the, the, the hand spray or whatever that we buy from there's amount of thieves. But it basically leaked in one of my bags. And I have this oh, no. huge blot of white thing on my bag. I will never be able to sell it, but I still love my thieves. I do not go anywhere without it. I drink it. Am I crazy? Because... <laughs> Cashew's daddy was like, you shouldn't drink that. Have you have you seen all the the reports about you are going to die because you drunk thieves? I was like, that's not true. <laughs> Cynthia said I could drink thieves. Oh, yes, totally. Well, big, big disclaimer. All right. So there are several schools of thought. OK, uh, the German school of essential oils, the, the French, um, the British and this and that. Uh, the French is the school that defends that you can uh, take essential oils internally, uh, given that they are therapeutic grade and that they are pure and they are not, and they are steam distilled but not uh, distilled with solvents. Big, big, big difference. So when you see uh, commercial uh, essential oils. Uh, on the shelves, and they are very differently priced than the um, oils that we're talking about, uh, there's no magic there, right? If, if something is of the same tree and it's like a third of the price, a fourth of the price, you know 
that the production method is not the same. So I would never say when you find an essential oil in the store, go ahead and take it internally because you don't know how that was distilled. You don't know if there are solvents uh, in there or not. And unfortunately, uh, those things don't have to be disclaimed. They are under um, trademark laws and regulations and this and that. So that if something has been, if a plant was distilled with the use of solvents, which are bad for you, let me make it very clear. That is B-A-D, bad for you. They don't have to say that. And it, that's crazy. So do not get an essential oil that you don't know if it's therapeutic grade or not, pure or not. And the word pure is also not regulated. Uh, if you don't know that it's been FDA approved to be taken internally, don't take it internally. Let me be very clear. Don't. The brand that we chose to buy from has several oils from plants that are okay to be taken internally that have been, these oils have been FDA approved as food grade. So uh, they even have that nutrition facts um, label on them because they've been approved for uh for use in cooking and in uh, use internally and all that. So uh, you don't go by buying any essential oil that makes your house smell good and, and take it internally. It has to be food grade. And even when it's food grade, you need to take it uh, with caution. That is a very, very concentrated uh, substance. So you don't need to down a whole 15 mils uh, bottle Ooh, of essential oil wow. down your throat. Too late. You go Coca's little by little. <laughs> you go little by little. And I would say also we don't do that with children. Uh, the same as you don't give adults dosage of medicines to children. You don't uh, do essential oils internally with children. You can do topically. You can do aromatically. Uh, so taking it internally is a personal choice. If you decide to follow the French school, you, you can do that. Start with small doses. It has to be food grade, FDA approved for internal use. Um and then start slow. You don't need a ton. Uh, uh, just keep in mind, one drop goes a long way. There you go. Okay. I'm not dead yet, <laughs> so that's a good thing, right? <laughs> I assume so. Right. <laughs> so I guess I cannot force Kashu to take it either because she's still a child, right? I, I guess. 15 is still considered a child. I guess so. <laughs> so... But I, I'm not. I personally made a choice to take it internally. I'm not afraid of taking it internally. I know the source of the oils that I buy from. I know they've been approved for internal use, but that's not the first use that I. That that's not the first form of use that I normally do. I normally do top, topically, aromatically first, and if I think that my body needs a little more help, then I do go for internal use in. Um, in the in a in a good amount, not an exact exaggerated amount. Um, older children uh, can use internally too, but that's really up to you. If you don't feel confident in using internally, don't. That's all right. It will work with your body no matter how you use it. So I I would say if someone is afraid of using it internally, don't. That's not. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it will get to where it needs to get no matter how you use, if you smell it, if you use it topically. Uh, and that's why I say use a reference guide, use a, a desk reference for essential oils, because they say exactly which oil should be used how. Yep, you say the master. Hey, we have talked about <laughs> many of the essential oils that I loved here in this, in, in this episode. We talked about frankincense, we have talked about, we have mentioned tea tree oils, lavender, peppermint, and now thieves. These are the powerful ones that I think we use the most here at home. We use, we use a lot of lemon as well. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, they, are, they are great. I am a fan, and I am also a fan of you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time from the boys and from everything else to just talk to us and educate not just us but our listeners i really appreciate your time oh i appreciate being invited into your famous podcast and having had the chance to do some confessions here too <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, girls, so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Where can our listeners find out more about you? Are you in social media at all, Cynthia? I am. I am. Now, um, you guys can find me on Facebook, and the spelling of Cynthia is the Brazilian spelling, so it's a bit different. Instead of being C-Y, it is C-I-N-T-H-I-A, and Williamson, just a normal Williamson way, S-O-N at the end, not S-E-N. So you can find me on Facebook, and yes, I'm still there. I'm still hanging to Facebook. <laughs> and uh, if uh, the other way is to connect with me through the essential oils that I buy, and it's uh, through youngliving.com. And when you're, you can always say that you were referred by a member, then if you use my number, you're connected to me anyways. And my number is 147-9035. So you'll find my name there too. There you go. There you go. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for your time. I miss you so much. We have to pay some a visit to Cynthia one of these yes, days. It's been Colorado. a while since we've been to Colorado. I miss Colorado so much. Yeah. Maybe another Christmas. Totally Maybe should. another Christmas. That would be nice. There you go. That was so fun when you guys came over for Christmas. You should do it again. Yes, yes, ma'am. Again, thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, girls. Bye. brought to you by me and my mom the editing is done by me and the music is done by my mom and garage band if you want to check us out on any of our social media you can find us on instagram and facebook as confess coco and youtube as confessions of coconuts where we post all of our cool adventures of us being zany and eating a bunch of cool food and stuff if you want to get in touch with us you can go to any of our social media if you want to donate you can go to our website confessionsofcoconuts.com and go to the donate page and drop some spare change while you're at it. While you're there, you might as well go visit the show notes and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe because you're supposed to subscribe to all podcasts. And I know you love us because you're listening right now. It'd be cool if you could share us on whatever social media you have. And just get the word out so we can continue to bless other people's ears with our amazing voices and our silly stories. The podcast is a lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And we truly thank you for listening. On that note, leave a review. Thank you so much.